Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to our 10th episode, a milestone for us, Soph. Um, we also, in uh, conjunction with our 10th episode, have reached over a thousand listens. So Sophie and I are very excited. Um, the topic of our episode this week is parenting and babysitting and being parented and we were trying to find an episode title for this one for ages we were like what will like encompass all of it mm. so our podcast is called adulting so we thought what better topic title than to call it kiddleting we created a new word maybe love so, it yeah we're very excited so that's us um welcome to our 10th episode i'm Eva. And I'm Sophie, and this is Adulting Fails. So welcome back to episode number 10 and we are going to kick off as we always do with our fortnightly fails. So Eva, tell me this and tell me no more. Did you manage to fail at all this fortnight? Well, the weather played a big part in my plans in the last couple of weeks. Had a few plans cancelled because of the shitty rain and it was also really cold, which was upsetting because it's May. Um, that kind of weather where you're like do I wear a jacket do I wear a t-shirt who knows and then you go mm -hmm. outside and you've always made the wrong decision no matter what I was literally wear. gonna say no matter what you wear it's wrong yeah it's wrong <laughs> no matter what you do and like you'll be like and oh a couple of times also I was in the office last week I brought an umbrella with me and then um left and left the umbrella on the desk or I left the umbrella on my kitchen table so I'm like um, had it out and was like here we go I'm prepared for life now so well there's a fail <laughs> um but yeah no I haven't had too many too many massively major fails since my uh, coffee incident in the bag which I still haven't been able to remove the stain of but um I had a vintage adulting fail whereby I washed something red in my whites and, ah. pink. Yay. Woo. and it was actually really sad because I got this nice jumper of um shine sheen whatever you're gonna call it the, oh yeah the Chinese pennies and uh I got this like black jumper that had a white collar that came out of it and I was like oh, I'm so professional look at me and like it's fully pink but do you know what as well? I, I hate when like clothes have such contrasting colors in themselves because sometimes you just wash that one thing by itself and it's like, mm, never mind, that's not white anymore. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, you're like, are you dark or are you white? Which am I going to go with? And I went with the white and it was a big mistake. And oh. yeah, so I've now got a class, but like I didn't wash anything too like major. So I've got like pink socks and pink jammies and that jumper as well. So um that was a fail and then second of all I recently did a little job on my balcony and washed it made it all nice went to home base got like 60 quid worth of plants 
because I'm so <laughs> bougie. And I was looking out the window because obviously lashing rain and windy. And I was like, oh my God, well, my plants has fallen down. So I went also <laughs> with all the plants that I bought, we also did like a little balcony herb garden and we got these like plant pots that overhang over your um, railing. Oh, and I put a load of herbs into it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have fresh herbs for my cooking. Like I'm actually just on a level and of course every single potted herb died in whatever this cold rainy weather and it's just like they all turned brown and it was just it just wasn't a vibe and I I've known that they've been dead for about a week and a half now and I was like I'm obviously not going to do anything about it um denial just gonna let them wither there but I went out anyway to pick up one of the plants that was still alive um that had blown over and I looked in the overhanging plant pot and there was a dead bird in it fuck off (laughs) I swear to god like a full-blown bird had obviously taken a perch and just died in my plant pot and I was like oh. it probably took one look at your garden and just fucking off yeah. itself it was like this is shit <laughs> yeah, it was like I'll just join the rest of you will I <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously where things go to die I will I will act accordingly yeah. that find a little like... noose beside it beside <laughs> <laughs> that garden is like my hopes and dreams <laughs> don't you sit out there for too long be worried about what would happen to you <laughs> and then I was like what do I do like what do I do with this bird like I can't like I, I, like, I <laughs> like I can't bury it because like I don't know it do you know what I mean can't give it a bird funeral oh my god like, what did you do with the bird I just threw it in the bin like <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> it's so funny like, I don't know is there some sort of like way of disposing of something I don't know just threw it in the general waste now not my apartment bin obviously it's not just sitting in the bin like I threw it in imagine the like still there because you haven't filled up your <laughs> bin yet like <laughs> I'm just putting my old tea bags on top of the <laughs> make an absolute mug of that poor bird but <laughs> you know what when you said that I was like thinking like how would you dispose of it and I was thinking like I'd probably just like fuck it off the balcony oh my god I was thinking of doing that and then I was like you know what would Ah! happen my fucking neighbor would see me and like report (laughs) like the the management company and I get like fucking fined or something yeah like a leaflet in the door please do not throw dead birds (laughs) please dispose of your animals accordingly so yeah I just I was just faced with a predicament that I never anticipated in my life like how do you dispose of a dead animal so yeah that was that was good crack anyway that was that was my biggest fail that I had and it was kind of sad as well poor little birdie what kind of bird was it I think it was like a starling okay the small and kind of cute yeah I feel like I I sent a picture of it to my dad and I was like help me (laughs) 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 he was just like lol shit one like he was no help to me whatsoever oh my god that's actually so funny I did not see that coming when you started holding out your plants I know you were like oh here you go you didn't water your plants but no like it was that and also the the dead thing so yeah that was my fail anyway what about you Soph did you have anything happen to you in the last two weeks 
love that for you um no so mine is actually quite similar to one that you kind of like have touched on um in a previous episode we talked about our fitness fails oh yeah um whatever episode that is go back and listen it's gas yeah I think I'm getting like older so I like have had this like existential crisis that like I need to exercise <laughs> Yeah. Like genuinely, not even for like losing weight, not for like vanity purposes. Obviously, that would be a perk. But like genuinely, like if you don't like put, I think like I listen to Georgia Crawford all the time, and like she's just my inspo, and she's like, you have to get your heart rate up, and I'm like, okay, Georgie. So <laughs> I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> honestly, that woman could literally like <laughs> promote drugs or something. I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I decided to so talk about it with one of my pals and I like, I just know myself, like I won't get up and do it. Like, you know, oh yeah, I'll go for a run tomorrow. Definitely like not. Oh yeah. 100%. So we exactly. said we'd do it together. And so we met up for the first run and like, like I'm like shitting it and I'm like, you know, look, like if you want to go ahead, like that's absolutely fine. Like, honestly, don't worry. Like, I'm just glad to be out. And she's like basically saying the same thing to me. Like the two of us are like absolute novices. This is not in our repertoire. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of like went. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we like just... do you gear up? Did you stretch or did you just? We did stretch actually stretch. We, okay, we did. We did actually stretch. So I am happy about that. But like we just ran. Yeah. And to the point where like. <laughs> She's like, will we go to the gate? And I'm like, which one? This one or the next one? Like, to the, like I am like <laughs> tears streaming in my face, like cannot breathe kind of running. And then when we finished the lap of the park, I honestly finished with a... <laughs> now, oh, nothing no! came up. Nothing came up. But I had to basically like walk, like walk it off, walk it off, breathe, breathe, breathe. So I didn't vomit in front of a public park that people uh-huh, could clearly yeah. see. So we were kind of like, holy shit, like that was terrible. But we we did it and we we're not dead. So this is a positive. And then it only dawned on me a couple of days later, we went and did another run. Wow. And oh I was I like, that that's so impressive. I know. And when I got there, I just like was like, by the way, I'm gonna take this really slowly. We had not even had a discussion about pace the first day at all. Like when I say we just like ran, we just like determined that this was how you jog and this is how we will do. When I say like when we were actually conscious of pace and we were like took it handy, we got like double the amount of running in. Like and and not even a bother. Like not like getting sick or tears in your eye. Like could have kind of gone a bit further. Like okay, well we doubled as far as we got previously. So maybe let's stop walk it off and then like you know go again yeah and like I just we just we just couldn't get over like what kind of fucking Usain Bolts did we come in on the Monday being like <laughs> fuck yeah not a bother we're just yeah just do it just do a quick one will we add absolutely tear through it like what so <laughs> for anybody <laughs> I'm imagining you running like you know that episode of Friends when Rachel. Really, yes. <laughs> Honestly, we literally just ran because in my head, like if you're running, that's difficult enough. Like I had no idea. Like and it sounds so stupid, but like I had no idea that like running faster 
is harder than running slower. I did, uh, it makes no fucking sense. But um, yeah, I just thought I'd put that little uh, fail out there, PSA, that uh, apparently, and, and I've said it to a few people then, like who I know kind of like were runners and stuff. And I'm like, oh, like any tips? Like, like I'm like, I idolize runners. Like when I walk past oh, a runner, sad. I'm like, I'm like, you're great. I'm like, you are so great. You're so much better than I am. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm like, kind of you know like, I always see people running when I'm going off to do something shit. Like I'm like, I'm just going to go and pick up my drink for later or I'm going to pick up some, <laughs> some sort of food, <laughs> some sort of food. And then I come across yeah. somebody and like they're taking the time out of their weekend, like their Saturday afternoon or their Sunday morning to improve themselves. And I'm like, I wish I was you. 100 percent and it's like when I said it to like those one or two people I was like oh like any tips or whatever like they were literally like and I told them what I did they were like holy shit they were like paces like everything they were like you cannot just run I was like good to know should have checked in with you over a week ago but okay sure look you are where you are and also it's a fail but it's also a success because look at you you've already done two so I did three in the last week. I just went for one before we did this. That's why I'm sat here in my PJ. I had to shower immediately afterwards. (laughs) Doesn't it get easier every time as well? That's not true. Uh, Yeah, I think people just say that my sister started running recently and she was like, every time is horrible. Do you know what? It's not like, honestly, we went for one on Saturday morning um, and we like that was the second one and like we were just smashing it it was it was like really good and then today was like Monday evening and like we were just like you know when you've eaten more throughout the day and you're just yeah. like we were more sluggish you know what I mean so I think a morning run is the way to go but I don't think I have that in my power to wake up before work and exercise I don't think that that's my path no it's not your path my work did like a yoga month and like I literally had my alarm set early and like it was free. It was like, just log on. Here's the link. Get your yoga done before you start. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. I I think I, I don't think I did a single one. <laughs> like and I set my alarm and everything for the entire month early. And like I'm my boyfriend was like, you're not doing it. Don't set your alarm and wake me up that early. And I'd be like, yes, I am. You don't know me. And I would, <laughs> I didn't do it once. So, oh yeah. It's early. so hard. I'd it's love so to be hard that kind of person. I, I used, when I was in college, I was in college with this guy who worked in PayPal and they had like a, you know, fancy gym and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I just go in for six, get my workout done. Excuse me? Go in for six. That's get my workout done, get my shower in, and then I sit down at my desk and I've got flexi time. So like I'll just get my work done and then I'll head home. And I was like, give me me. Oh yeah. my God. That like, oh wow. I, I mean, it, I would I aspire to be that. Like aspire. I'm telling you, like I got like I did actually get up early. Like I, I'm getting up early the past couple of days, but like it's kind like your kind of rationale behind it. Like even my barista this morning, he owns the cafe under my building. And like every morning he like, he's like, he knows my order. Like he's oh, great. Good. But like even this morning he was like, you're here early. And I was like, mate, I was your first customer yesterday. I was like, you aren't even here. I was like, something's wrong here. He was like, are you okay? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You did it two days and you're like, excuse me. This is 
this is my life now. I'm, I'm, I'm an, an early, early bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you not get the memo? You're going to find me dead in your plant pot now, surely. Or I paid to be herbs and poor little self. Yeah, honestly, it's goals. So anybody out there listening to this who actually is like a morning person, big up because you are who I aspire to be. Particularly, I actually, I do get up early. I am an early riser. It's just I don't have the motivation to do anything but have high anxiety about like work and oh like that's what got me up this morning I was literally like oh my god so many meetings oh my god (laughs) that gets me up exercise does not (laughs) I'm like I'll just have a quick look and then I'm like oh no (laughs) but it is funny though like I'll wake up on the weekends and like be like it's like you know when you wake up in like a Disney movie and like the birds are like that and it's the exact same time that you probably woke up for your weekday when you woke up for your weekday, you knew your alarm was there. And you like you're not get being up. forced it, by this exactly. incessant wind chime that you've set as your alarm tone going off. Uh, or yeah. my thing that I've started doing recently is waking up like four minutes before my alarm's going to go off. Which is actually worse. It's worse. It's so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because at least, because then you have to like check it. And like in your head, you're like, do I have like another hour? Can I yep. kind of like chill? No. Four minutes, you're just like, fucking may as well. You're not going to fall back asleep. You're, you're just going to sit there and watch it and then watch it go off and then be like, whatever. Hey, my life. Rah. Rah. <laughs> good fails. Um, good fails overall. Um, weekly fails, uh, bi weekly fails or whatever. We're on our topical fails. Um, we were discussing earlier. I think we have the same one. Is it? Were you talking about the Eurovision? I was gonna bring up the Eurovision. (laughs) (laughs) I think Eurovision overall has become one massive fail every year, no matter what it is. Something happens. It's uh, (laughs) like it used to be. Like I remember watching it when I was like sixteen, and it was like trash good. Hmm. And now it's it's just trash. Now I have to say, right, I don't watch the Eurovision. And I don't know why. Like if somebody was to like have a Eurovision party, like I would go and have a great time. I feel like I'm just, I feel like we're just lazy sometimes when we don't organize yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I thought, what I thought was funny, right? Because it's, it's like this really weird thing that the Irish have. That the UK got no plot. <laughs> oh my god thank you because I saw that and I was like (laughs) and I think see that's the thing like I love like you know people from the UK like obviously not every single one of them but you know (laughs) it is and I actually have a real thing for like the the look of an English fella like they it's I think it's classic kind of English have the tattoo sleeves and like so I'll be like on the apps or something and I'll see somebody who's like someone that like like they're so they're not going to be any good for your health but like aesthetically they're very pleasing and so I'll literally be like I I can tell you now this person is is English and they're like nine out of ten times they are yeah but I think the whole thing is like you know we don't actually now somebody I was nearly fought before about being with an English guy, some fella nearly squared up to me over it. Like, but in I general, oh my god! <laughs> in yeah. general, 
Irish people don't actually not like the UK. You know what no, I mean? Like no. we go over there all the time now, joke, all of that. Really. Yeah. But there is this like kind of underlying thing where it's just it's and exactly like you said, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little satisfied joke. It's like sibling rivalry almost. Yes. Like <laughs> you love them, but you kind of have to still be a bit like <laughs> yeah, and actually for the first time in my entire life, um, I agreed with Piers Morgan. He tweeted and he was like, because all the English were like, oh, that's because of Brexit. Everybody fucking hates us. So they didn't give us any points. And Piers Morgan tweeted, tweeted and he was like, we didn't get no points because of Brexit. We got no points because we were fucking shit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Uh, also, good. probably the Brexit thing a little bit, but like, yeah. It definitely is the Brexit yeah. thing. Like, everyone's like, fuck off. You don't even want to be here, man. I know and then like to take that kind of stance and then to be like yeah but Australia like you know y'all can join no worries <laughs> but England yeah there are no there. there is no rhyme or reason to Eurovision it's just held in Europe is that yeah. right yeah okay Okay, I always fair. thought then I was like is it because of the union and then like when they let the other countries in I was like okay maybe it's not and then I was like maybe it's like the continent but that wasn't a thing either I think it's just yeah like, I thought it was the continent but now when you're saying that there's like Australian stuff in it then clearly it either is. my geography is off or yeah. <laughs> it's very possible <laughs> <laughs> oh my geography is um, terrible I was watching this uh, video clip earlier and it was like um name the biggest body of water in uh in the world and all this kind of stuff and I got every single question wrong it's not for me. It's not for it's me, babe. Just... It's not for me. <laughs> Do you know what? I can look, I can just Google it. Like, I don't need to know the Atlas. No, and like, and this is really, really bad. But like, even the counties of Ireland sometimes, like, I will struggle. And people I'd like rock. talk about it as if it's like something everybody knows. So if you're yeah. like, oh, I'm going down to like Kerry or something, they'll be like, oh, sure, you could go over to like Tipperary or something. You'd be like, can you? yeah how far away would that be is that a connecting all right okay one of my um dublin typical typical dublin characteristics is i always say i'm going down no matter where i'm going oh you're going down the country yeah like if i was like oh i'm going down to sligo and people would be like but it's above (laughs) you like why would you and i'm like i don't know that how do i why would i know that Uh, or there was a really awkward one a while back I think someone was talking about like the whole Northern Ireland thing and they were talking about like Donegal and they were having this like big self-righteous thing about like how Donegal is not in Northern Ireland and I was like yeah obviously everybody knows that it's common knowledge (laughs) following having had this conversation (laughs) I knew this prior to speaking to you <laughs> this is not brand new information to me i just not long I'm like ah yeah go on like go on <laughs> yourself and your mom oh no i did i never like this person was like giving out shite like as in like how could you not know and i was just like yeah oh my god that's that's crazy i was basically <laughs> like, I had to google it afterwards to check was i mad or was she turns out it's me <laughs> Yeah, you're just slyly googling on your phone, like, oh yeah, and it's main main town is Donegal Town as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think 
there was another fail of the Eurovision in that like the one of the guys from the, yeah. the band who won was like on camera like looking like he, he was doing it. a nice line of cocaine he definitely got onto that page i accidentally followed i was literally gonna say do you think he got onto our t14 d16 dealer or whatever he was called <laughs> but um, apparently he put himself forward for a drug test because he's like i wasn't yeah, I saw I saw loads of people being like like taking it really seriously and being like in comparison to the angle of the table and where the thing is, it's physically impossible for him to be doing it off the table. And I was like, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. But it also really looked like he was doing that. It really, really looks like it is. And like, I think it's just very, very funny if he was. Like, imagine like that being a thing. Like the Eurovision is kind of it's kind of family friendly now and like it's, there's so many people there like that's really not an appropriate like setting to just put out a line of coke on the table in front of you yeah and like where the camera will regularly come to see like they always <laughs> get reactions from the different groups so it's like, like that video do you remember i don't think it was maybe it was Cheltenham, but it was one of the races and it was like a like the guy like a presenter was just like going around the crowd like asking like oh who do you have your bets on or whatever and he like he's talking to this group of lads and he said it to your man he goes oh who's your money on and he goes into his pocket to take out his bet and slip and next thing's a bag of cocaine he literally oh, just puts it back in his pocket and runs oh away <laughs> he looked like his face he didn't even acknowledge that he wasn't answering the question he literally just turned and walked away listen his fight or flight kicked in and he chose flight and <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like, I I would probably do the same thing if I was in that situation. I'd just be like, well, nothing. Do you know say. what though? I genuinely don't think that anyone would have known if you just like put it back in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was the reaction that, that like like I don't even because I actually remember going back and watching the clip and like you actually can't even see what it is. It's purely his reaction that you're yeah. like, well. That happened to um, Zach Efron, except it was uh, Johnny. And it dropped out oh. of his pocket on the red carpet. Huh? <laughs> High hopes for the evening. Yeah, I think he was at like the Nickelodeon Awards, though. So people were like, oh, um, that's a little bit trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit trash. All right. Zach Efron, was it? Zach Efron, yeah. Oh, one of also, Eurovision. Guess who was at the Eurovision? Who was it? Flowrider. No way. <laughs> what was he doing there? You <gasps> Like, what are you up to being at the Eurovision? That's outrageous. Why? Why what was he doing? Was he just in attendance? Or no, he was. He was part of that like entourage, like you know, like that, that group where that guy was allegedly doing. Oh yeah. Time. He was in one of those little pods, like for one of the countries, and he was just there, like. What you I have a lot of time for flow rider music, and that's that's a thing to say. That is a thing to say. That's a that's very a hot say. take that you've just. I don't even I don't agree with me. I don't, but I I it's a guilty pleasure. It's a Look, big guilty it's, pleasure. It's a nostalgia thing as well because I think around the time flow rider was a thing was when we were like underage drinking. Excuse you. That has Was never it? occurred once in my life. I waited until legal age. And even then, I actually abstained some more. I 
I've only recently started drinking. Shut up, Eva. Shut up. I love you, mom. I love you, dad. <laughs> the popo could be listening. <laughs> no, it was around the time when we were like bopping around, going to like discos and. Yeah. Big we're time. All, we're all big pals, having a great time, wearing bandeau skirts that were like barely covering our bums and back combing our hair like it was never gonna come out again. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. Great days, great days. Like the, there was burn and wes and stuff, was it? Yeah. More burn, maybe. Yeah. More, more burn, I think. Yeah. But nevertheless, a great time was had overall. And then also the friends reunion has been all over the news lately which yeah. I'm really excited for, which isn't really a fail. The fail I was going to bring into it was like, they are all absolutely pumped with Botox and filler. And they all Can we mental. please agree that Phoebe looks the best? Phoebe looks the best. And I think it's because she left herself alone the most. Yeah, I think she looks absolutely class. Delight for her. Like, don't get me wrong. I Like, I'm all about, like, you can get a filler, you can get a nip, you can get a tuck, you can do whatever you want. But I think all of them individually have taken it a little bit too far and they all look really weird. <laughs> Especially I mean, David Schwimmer. Yeah, it's kind of like you don't know what he's done, but there's, there's something, something up. There. Something. I I do think it is. It's. I mean, it's a hard task to live up to like how they looked like when, yeah. a million years ago. So I, I don't think it was ever really going to go that well. But like... Give them another few years and they'll just look like Cher. And yeah, they'll, they'll just like come into a cycle and they'll just start like regressing. They'll come full circle. They'll just start yeah. becoming younger just naturally then. Or what was that like ridiculous, uh, like, what was that thing, like conspiracy that went around that like <laughs> celebrities like use the blood of young children oh, to yeah. stay youthful? <laughs> They're in the Illuminati yeah. and like... Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what they need to do then. <laughs> I'm setting myself up for a fail with the Friends reunion, though, because I know for a fact it's going to disappoint me. I don't know how to watch it. I, did, I I need to figure this out. It's on now TV, I think. Which I just cancelled. Love yeah, that for me. actually, there's a fail for you again. Yeah, well done, me. It's too bloody expensive. You can't do yeah. it all. Friends is one of my go-to shows that, you know, when you're just like, oh, what will I watch? And you don't have enough time. Like, you're not timing. You Like, I don't want to get invested in something. I don't have the mental capacity. So I just put Friends on. That and Gilmore Girls. And they revamped Gilmore Girls and they wrecked it. Uh-huh. And they're going to do it to Friends and I can just tell. My go-to staples are like Family Guy at the moment. Mm, it's always sunny good. in Philadelphia. Oh, brilliant. And yeah, they're like my little comfort blankets. Yeah, you know, you're like, I've seen this a million times and I'm going to see it a million more. I love this. Yeah, you're just going to throw it on like in the background. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Aoife, would you like to come over to my Tinder trauma diaries? I um, would love to. My little corner here. So thank you to everyone who kind of messaged or did the poll or whatever and said yeah, that's a great response. People are invested in your uh, dating disaster. So do you know what? I don't think it's that. I think that like it makes people feel better about their own life, <laughs> <laughs> which is fair. I mean, if, if this helps you, I love that for you. 
Um, uh, like, so I did a poll during the fortnight. Um, actually looking for kind of advice. Like, I don't really get, understand things sometimes and need a little bit of a dig out. So this fella had messaged me, and in fairness, like, decent message. Like, he was just like, hey, how are you? How was your weekend? Whatever. And then he just goes, by the way, I'm just looking for something casual. I don't know, like what your sitch is or whatever and I don't understand what that means oh, okay. so I asked our lovely Instagram followers to give me a dig out and it kept swinging every time that I looked at it so I was like what the fuck I was like damn so I think the way it, it finished up it was like 60% so the two options I gave were um, does that mean like they do, that they just want like a one night stand or does that mean that they just want to be like casual non-committal and I would have thought casual non-committal whereas like I think that I would just be freaked that it could be the other one and that's oh, why I just like needed like an army of support you yes, know 100% so yeah it did finish up 60% um casual non-committal um and 40 percent one night stand but like still like 40 percent of people like so i mean that's that's nearly 50 50 so this guy could mean anything no fairness (laughs) like thanks you guys were no help to be like literally none you just reaffirmed how confusing this situation is but um to be fair before i like thought about responding I clicked into his profile and I realized he was like a massive gym head and like love that for him. Yeah. Don't love that for me. So that just made the decision there and then. So that was fine. Although Um, like, if he was saying, I'm just looking for a one night stand, like that's pretty brazen to send like second message in. First message in. Well, did you not get a, Hey, how are you first? No, this was one message. It was like, Hey, how are you? Okay, that's pretty brazen one message in. That's bold. Just being like, hey, how are you? Going to hit it and quit it. Do you know what, though, right? I actually respect it if it was, like, just clearer. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I don't don't really understand. Like, what do they, like, if they do mean one night stand, like, what does that mean? Like, without ever having met someone, you're going to, like, go over to their house? Like, I don't. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's it's a bit just of a cop out. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'm looking for something casual. So, like, maybe we could hook up. And then if I like you, I'll see you again. But again, it's very non committal. But like, casual could mean like dating and like eventually get like romantic. Mm. But like, you're not going to like say that you're going to see each other all the time. You're not like looking for the one. You're not looking to be married. And like, that's a situation I can handle. Like, I just would, I would not want to walk into a date being like, this fella just wants the ride. Like, if not today, then like tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, that would freak me out. Anyway, that wasn't my fail. My fail (laughs) for the fortnight (laughs) was... Um, I matched with a guy on Hinge um, a, a while back, like, and like there was never any message or whatever. And I'd say last Friday, he had a few beverages mm-hmm. and decided to send me a message. And I'm like, oh. all for that. Like, yeah. I'm not being funny. Like, I wake up the next morning and realize that I've done that as well. So yeah, it's sure. it's a thing. It's okay. Like, I, I got a message actually one of the days and it was like, this name that I'd like never seen before. And I was like, oh my God, this guy has just messaged me completely randomly out of the blue. And when I clicked into it, I was like, I messaged him completely oh, randomly out of the blue last night. Hey, <laughs> good. 
But look, it's a thing. It's a vibe. It's not even a bad thing. Because like literally all you ever say is like, hey, how are you? Like, yeah, I did like- message one guy once, though, just being like, hey, I think you're really good looking. Okay, bye. And <laughs> he never replied and unmatched me. So, oh, I mean. Okay. So you just really. <laughs> yeah. OK. Look, that could have gone one or two ways <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> that was like the last time, like a long time ago that I was like, well, I'm never messaging again. You know what? <laughs> Clearly, I, I don't know. That's really fucking funny. So <laughs> if, he, yeah, if he's not going to come back and appreciate that, he ain't for you, girl. So I agree. I completely agree. Anyway, so my fail was, yeah, woke up on Saturday morning last Saturday and had this message from this guy so I clicked into his profile because you know you need to remind yourself because I was like I matched this person like I don't remember matching with this person and then when like I looked at his picture I was like oh yeah I kind of do like very kind of like distinctive looking person that like sometimes you kind of swipe for someone and you're like but if their personality is bang on yeah this could be a thing you know what I mean so you're kind of like they're not really my type but like a lot of my type is kind of energy and all of that so, so yeah so I just like swiped to the net to the second photo just to like check him out. And the most aggressive fucking topless white boxer oh. photo oh. greeted me. And when I say aggressive, right? Okay, I don't even know how to explain this. He was standing side on on again like up against a mirror. So like the bold was real like it was and they were the tightest white boxes I'd ever seen and I was just like there is no fucking way that he had that photo on when I matched with him because there's no fucking way I would have allowed that and absolutely not like so like a recent decision to put that in exactly but like it was just oh my god like you know like first thing on a set like girls guys anyone who ever listens don't check your messages first thing in the morning because they'll just fuck no. you up. Like, just honestly, wait. Um, and yeah, and then I actually checked back a couple of days later because I, I was like, I wonder did he do that drunk or something like while yeah. he was messaging me? But no, he still has it on his profile. And I'm like, okay, that's that's your vibe. Love that for you. Like, just don't do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some just things that you can me. just like keep under wraps, you know? Hmm. Keep well, a little bit of the mystery alive. So, Eva, will we kick into our kittle ting? Kittle. T- we sound like. It sounds what like, is the name of this episode? <laughs> it sounds real Scottish or something, doesn't it? Kittleton. No, that was really that bad. Is it Kittleting fails? Kittleting. I hate that now. Oh, it's just Kittleting. Okay. <laughs> We've said it too many times. <laughs> it's ruined. It's ruined. <laughs> um, okay. yeah, I love this topic because I'm one of five kids and uh, the old, like one of the oldest. So I have lots of babysitting and anecdotes for this one. Kick us off, baby. Well, one of the ones that we put up in our Instagram. Um, was what's the biggest lies your parents have told you and I kind of went on a bit of a internet troll to see like what other people's parents would have done mm-hmm. obviously like we don't have younger listeners on this podcast so obviously 
Santa Claus was one of the biggest ones. Then a very, very common one, which I also put up in the stories, was um, when you turn the light on in the car. I was always told yes. that if you turn that light on in the car, that dad was going to crash the car. Like that was like a thing. So like I was. I was told to that the police would like pull you over. Like yeah. the guards would would do you like. Like we were like you. Like, like it's illegal. Told, we would crash and we would fully die, and it would be our all of our fault. Yeah. That <laughs> and like there'd be sometimes where like I couldn't find my seatbelt, so I'd be so scared to turn the light on because I didn't want the car to crash that I would just hold it in place, which I'm pretty sure was more dangerous than turning the light on for thirty seconds. In hindsight, um, yeah. So that was a big one. Um. Also, if you eat carrots. You can see in the dark. That was a big one. That was a big one. Yeah. I was told that one. I was also told if I watched too much TV, I would get square eyes. Oh, yeah. 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 That was a big one. And then, anyway, they were very common ones. Common ones were matching up with mine. But then I had one. And my mom is a bit of a prankster. Like, just like a random quirk in her personality. She's a very normal person. And then she just has this thing that she likes to mess with people. And I can't remember what age I was, but I was young enough that, like, Santi and Christmas were, like, still a thing. And, like, we were, like, a young enough family. Like, I'm, I'm the oldest girl. So, like, there's 10 years between myself and my youngest brother. So, yeah, we're, like, we're all, we're all still, like, fairly young at the time. Anyway, my mom sat us down in the kitchen and was like, listen, lads, I have something to tell you. There's been a bit of an announcement on the news. Um, so I just wanted to let you know that um, Christmas isn't going to be the same Christmas that you're used to. Um, and we were all like, what? She was like, yeah, so this is how long ago it was at the time Bertie Ahern was the Taoiseach right oh Jesus Christ. so she was like she was like yeah so Bertie Ahern has had a meeting with the government now and they're saying that Christmas has become too much about the presents and it's not really about um Jesus and the fact that it's Jesus's birthday so <laughs> what they're doing is <laughs> every second year nobody is getting presents and nobody <laughs> Christmas we're having a completely religious Christmas and like she's saying all this we're all sitting at the kitchen table and like I am fighting back tears because I'm like I want <laughs> to get a Barbie <laughs> and Barbie's dream house <laughs> and my mom's like well like that's see now that's what they're trying to stop is the fact that like you think that Christmas is about getting Barbie and Barbie's dream house and it's not Aoife it's about <laughs> Jesus Christ our, our Lord and Savior it's about his birth. <laughs> and like we're all sitting there and like like there was like it went on for so long she was like so what we're gonna do is it's gonna start from this year so this year is gonna be the religious one we're gonna go to mass we're not having christmas dinner and then everybody has to have like an hour of silence in the evening and <laughs> goes to bed and like i swear like we were all up in arms like i was up like standing up at the kitchen table and i was like i'm gonna kill bernie Ahern. I was like, <laughs> i'm gonna write a letter to the government i'm gonna make calls and my mom was just watching all of us get hysterical i was just like yeah 
<laughs> silently laughing to herself and she kept us going for like two days and then eventually was like I was obviously joking that is extreme two days yeah so she, I was she, gonna she say to us all the fucking time which looking that is back at it now is so funny but like I like at the time I was like up in arms she probably just needed it you know what yeah. I mean like she just needed a bit of like mischief because you guys are doing her fucking nut in. And she's like, how will I wind them back up? Like, Yeah, she's like, how am I going to pay you back for the fucking shite all of you guys put me through? Fair enough. I'll probably do the same to my kids. But yeah, I thought that was a really funny one. 100%. And I think that like whole thread about Santa in general. It's like, Santa's watching. There'll be no Christmas. You get a bag full. Like, it's like some kids, like that should be followed through with. You know what I mean? Like. And, and it's not something that you can follow through on. So, like, it's a very, it's, it's very difficult to... Very difficult, yeah. It's an I empty threat. From, from a psychology point of view, it's not a good thing. Yeah, and funnily enough, when I, I was like, you know, when you put the feelers out and I was like chatting to a few different people um, about the topic of the podcast, just trying to get a few stories and things like that, and... Uh, one of the big things I was like, what's a, what's a parenting fail? And one of the big things that came up was like follow through. Like mm. um, I had someone be like, you know, like if I ever did something bad, I was like, you know, you're going to get grounded and you're going to get this and you're going to go to military school and all this kind of stuff. And it never fucking happened. Yeah. And, and that's the thing like they, they do say, like if you're doing like punishment or like reinforcement, like we've, we've done kind of loads of the studies and like it only works if it's like consistent and it actually, you know, like you do what you're going to say and stuff. So like poor parents are folks like. Oh, and like you can completely see where you're like your parent. And like I even get this from when I was babysitting. <laughs> One of the things I used to do was threaten to call the police and I'd be like I'm actually gonna ring like the guards and you will be fully arrested if you don't go to bed on time and like I had these two kids that I was babysitting for and they were like I had never babysit for them before so I was using my tried and tested technique of the police and they were very sensitive little children and they took it really fucking seriously and they started bawling crying for the entire evening and I had to be like I'm only sure like I'm not gonna ring the guards and they're like you're gonna get ring the guards and like like hysterical and like I was like all I wanted to do was get them to bed so I could like watch tv or whatever it was I was like 16 at the time and then I was like nursing these two little children being like you're not gonna be arrested please don't tell your mom <laughs> Um, when I looked online um, one of the good parenting fails that I saw was did you ever see those photos of Kourtney Kardashian opened a door like in oh, her child's hilarious. face hilarious oh, yeah. in Penelope's face and it's like it's like a slow-mo of like oh no yeah. oh no and it's like Penelope just like slowly falling to the yeah. ground like just absolutely different nothing skills of her yeah getting closer and closer to the ground like if there was ever a, a reason for paparazzi to exist this is it I'll post it on the Instagram story yeah. if anyone wants it also post the one of where Kim forgets North and she goes and gets she like comes out of this building and like there's like fucking loads of paparazzi and she's got a big pair of sunglasses on she's like you know no paps no paps she gets into the car, sits down. Ten seconds later, she gets back up, 
walks back into the building and then comes back out with North in her arms. Whoops. We had some good listener fails sent into us. Um, and one of the people said, um, they're talking about babysitting, um, just like you were talking about. And she said that um, one night when she was babysitting, like a pizza delivery man just like went to the wrong house. So it was like the house that she was babysitting. And like she full blown went into like home alone mode and was like, I hate there is an intruder trying to get into this house. I must protect it. She like rang her dad to come and sit and do surveillance. <laughs> oh, sometimes though, when it gets late at night, you do have thoughts like that. And you're like, oh yeah, of course it's the delivery man. And then you're like, but what if it isn't? Oh yeah, no, she was literally like, there is somebody trying to kidnap all of us. And my dad is the only superhero that can prevent this from happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, makes sense. Um, and then we also talked just there about like, you know, the follow through and, you know, maybe related to that would be like the threats. And I always got the wooden spoon. So uh, like classic. the wooden spoon was... But like the funniest part was like she just like rattled the drawer and it's like the one spoon is coming and you'd fucking scarp her up. And like I don't know if she ever even used that wooden spoon, but like just the thoughts. Um, and if, and and one of our listeners sent in a, a saying that um, my granddad had an old walking stick which he named Bally Moth. There was many a threat growing up that we would get a belt of Bally Moss if uh, we stepped out of line. Classic. Now, I don't recall him ever following through on this, but Jesus did it put the fear of God into him. Absolutely. That's a very intimidating is a walking stick. <laughs> huge. That would really hurt. It's like classic Irish, like, you know, you'll get a belt. Yeah, a belt of Bally Moss. <laughs> so funny I remember growing up I this is probably where my mom gets her little trickster trait but my granddad speaking of granddad's uh <laughs> granddad parenting one of his favorite things was to be like do you want a bite of my dinner and we'd be like yeah and what he would do is he would hide a little bit of English mustard in the bite he was giving you so you would eat it and <laughs> be like, that's disgusting and every time we'd be like yes we'd love a bite granddad and he would do it every time and he was (laughs) one of us and like never learned just the funniest thing tim would be tricking us into eating mustard which like (laughs) get your jollies like (laughs) gotta get them where you can get them um we did have another babysitting fail which like honestly like this just it was just like one line she wrote in and it just made my day. And we just said, look, what's your biggest babysitting bed? And she just goes, push the kid in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like we've all been at that stage where we're like, I wish there was a pool here for me to push you into. Honestly. So like, I remember growing up and being like, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do this. And then you come into it and you're like, I actually... I actually, you know, you're like, I would never hit my kids and I would never do this. And then like you, you get a really bold kid and you're like, I would push you into the pool <laughs> and I would <laughs> threaten you with a walking stick that I refer there to. There are naughty <laughs> children, 100%. Um, my kiddleting story 
um it's actually like it's so recent for it to be like an okay thing to have happened like it was literally only like two years ago um and (laughs) me and my cousin flew over to Spain to stay we were like staying in our uh auntie and uncle's apartment but they were there at the time and so we were going to overlap by like a day Mm. um a day and a half or something and then we would stay on and so they have two kids and uh when we got there we just like literally like you know like you're just kind of like throwing out your bags it's like a really early flight like and we literally just like sat on the balcony and like for us like you know like we're like we don't do kids you know like it's not not that we don't do kids we're not used to kids that much anymore Mm. so like for us sitting on the balcony having just walked in we're kind of like we are de-stressing right now you know what I mean like we're just kind of sitting here and obviously like we're chatting to everyone or whatever but like we have not like assumed responsibility for these children yeah yeah and one of the kids like he's like playing on his ipad and he's kind of like showing me what he's doing on it so he's kind of has it like so I'm sitting beside him but he starts like pushing it like off his lap to like show me Uh. so in my head I'm like this child is obviously very used to using a laptop, using an iT- a tablet or an iPad or whatever. I was like, this is not a concern for me. Mm. And I swear, to God, like within 45 minutes of us walking in the door, the child in technically our care, because we were sitting out in the balcony, dropped the oh, iPad face down on the tiles of the balcony. And I was just like, there is no way. So that was strike one. The next day... <laughs> we the mom and dad were like packing up all their stuff so you know because they were flying off the next morning so we were like look we'll take the boys we'll go out for the day we'll have lunch we'll go to the beach we'll do like all this stuff and um one of them wears glasses but like when you go to the beach like he has like goggles so we took the glasses off and put them in the beach bag and had the goggles on and then he was just kind of wearing the goggles you know yeah. while we were like at the beach like it was all fine but like the two boys just decided to like you know they're just like they're at that age where they like wrestle all the time like they play fight like it's just a thing and they'd been doing it like to a certain extent and then we'd be like ah guys now come on or whatever but like you know it's just like boys just you yeah. know messing around and it was only when we went to stand up and, and leave the beach that I, I I looked and I realized for the first time that where they had been wrestling was right beside the beach bag and I I knew I knew before I even put my hand into that beach bag I was like those fucking glasses are snapped I was like I'm telling you I'm telling you they are and lo and behold of course the (laughs) the glasses were snapped and I was like furious because one of the kids like he was kind of at that age where like he kind of thinks things are funny when they're not and he started laughing infuriating (laughs) Oh, he started laughing and like I nearly like lost it. Like, so I go into this like deep quiet when I'm really mad. Yeah. And my cousin was like, she knew like how bad I was. So she was like, she was taken on. She's like, boys, this isn't funny or whatever. So anyway, to walk home, I went into the mom and dad and I was like, look, we have two healthy boys. They're the same children that we went out with, but there has been a little bit of a, an accident or whatever. And the glass are broken. Cause like this is the second time, like this is strike fucking too. <laughs> And I'm like, like more you walked into the apartment for a day and you've caused hundreds of damage. Well, oh, 100%. Really you, like, like take out your checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are expensive. <laughs> so that was strike two. So what I omitted to say was before we went out for the day, 
our understanding was based on by the way a conversation we had had with one of the parents was that like the kids have been in Spain for a very very long like they've been there for a couple of weeks or whatever yeah they are used to the Spanish sun and Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't even need sun cream so in our head that meant like okay we don't worry about sun cream yeah um so when we (laughs) so we were like when we were at the beach one of the kids like fell asleep and I just in my head, I was just like, I'm just going to put his T-shirt over his back because I was just like, that's kind of a lot of exposure, even for somebody who has a tolerance. Yeah. yeah. So I just like lay his T-shirt on his back, or whatever. To fucking say that evening when we were already in the shits, we had broken the iPad, we'd broken the glasses and we were looking at the backs of his legs <gasps> and his arms develop, develop, develop into yeah. this overwhelming sunburn to the point where I was literally like taking him aside in in like secret and applying like (laughs) after sun onto this poor child I was like they are honestly going to shoot us oh my god and you're just like as the time goes on this is getting progressively worse you honestly think it's going to be so easy but kids do stuff like that or like another thing kids do is just randomly getting sick like what's up with that oh my god yeah like how do you start you supposed to deal with that like what provokes it no one knows do you have to clean up after it yes (laughs) (laughs) horrific i know i remember like ringing a mom when i was babysitting being like uh your child's getting sick here is is that a thing and she was just like yeah are you okay to deal with that I was like all right I was like I didn't think I didn't know that was a thing but we're doing this okay kids just get sick like (laughs) why like if that was that was me like when I get sick I get like irrationally upset you know and you're just like oh boy (laughs) like I just couldn't cope with that I think yeah I, I've obviously built up a tolerance with my like acidity but um yeah kids are just like Bleh. okay where are we going yeah and then they're like can I have an ice cream and you're like what who are you oh they have no they have no like connection between like stomach and brain and like imagine like getting sick and being like yeah I want ice cream you'd be like yeah, sorry like, what what are you doing no you don't incorrect you need calp all in bed yeah and then like dry toast kids. do you remember when like your do you oh. remember like your nanny would give you like flat seven up <laughs> i'd be like nah you're grand thanks i'm actually feeling better so that brings us to the end of the show where we are gonna spit fire and Yay. determine what is the next episode topic Okay, I think I was thinking of one when I was talking earlier about when we were going to underage discos and I was saying we were wearing some funny stuff. So could we do one on like fashion and makeup fails, maybe? Hmm. Okay, fashion and makeup fails. Because we didn't go too heavily on that in our growing up fails. So yeah, I think we could probably dedicate... And that was a popular one when we did the growing up fail. Like we got loads of responses to that one. So I think we could get some funny stuff in of people who like. Because I'm thinking about the people who went really heavy in on that scene. Scene kid scene. 
Why are you trying to bring up my past? Which <laughs> <laughs> is like the funniest. Fine then. Let's spend an episode slagging the shit out of Sophie. Whatever. Yay. Sounds good. Okay, let's do it. In fairness, that actually is very funny. And like, <laughs> I might change my stance on this down the line, but like, no regrets. No regrets, ones. No regrets. Not even one letter. <laughs> yeah. So send us in, and you know what? Send us in your photos as well. Like we can yes. crop your faces out, but like if there's anything that just reminds you of a time when, like, probably most likely between the ages of like thirteen and nineteen, maybe like twenty-one for some people, like who might have tweezed the fuck out of their brows and stuff. Yeah. Like send us in little um little gems, and we can kind of block your face out, or you could block your face out and uh or you might want to just show your face because i'm sure it's beautiful um but yeah let's get some visual on this let's get going on the gram page want to see it all yeah like did you first discover contouring and just do a big brown block on your face because i know i did Hmm. yeah and nose contouring i did that for a while that was fun so yeah want to see it all guys send it on in to us because we have our own that we will match you with if you come to us with some good pics 100 do you know what i think that's a very good way to put it if you guys share your you show me yours yeah, i'll we'll show, show you mine <laughs> <laughs> brilliant well then we'll talk to y'all later thank you so much guys and as per we'll be putting up some boxes so get involved with our instagram we're adulting fails underscore um and yeah thank you so much for sticking with us we're on our 10th episode which is so exciting so yeah talk to you all soon bye